Don't touch that dial. You are now tuned in to Pruner TV, brought to you by Adobe Radio in partnership with Nice Guy Digital. Without further ado, here's the guy who once played Charlize Theron's boyfriend in a Japanese car commercial. Your host, Aaron Pruner. It's a goddamn bloodbath. It's a bloodbath. It's been a little while since I've been here. I went off to Europe, and now I'm back, and welcome to Pruner TV episode number 12. I'm Aaron Pruner, your enduring, indubitable host. Uh, thanks for sticking with me at Adobe Radio. And you can find the show and myself on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The show's at Printer TV. I'm at Aaron Flux, and hopefully you're in a comfortable position because for the next hour, we are going to go down the rabbit hole. I don't know what that means. I don't, I mean, at the very least, we're going to be exploring the bloodbath that is the TV network upfronts and the cancellations and renewals that have been coming through uh over the past couple of weeks especially this past week with fox there's so much chaos inspector chaos um there's so much chaos going on in tv right now in in the world of network tv that i i mean i see it every year but this year specifically especially with fox it's kind of mind-blowing but before we even talk about that i want to tell you all that uh, my guest this week is Actress Gail Bean. I met her at the season two red carpet for Atlanta Robin season, which is on FX. She's also been in HBO's Insecure. She was in the movie The Belco Experiment. Um, she recently finished up shooting a stint on um, Sky, uh, it's not Skyfall, Snowfall on FX. Not the James Bond movie, the John Singleton TV show about crack cocaine in 1980s Los Angeles. Uh, she's going to be coming in soon, so that's cool. Uh, I went to Budapest last weekend. So that that happened. Um, I went out there for a set visit, which is something uh, members of the press do regularly to uh, get insight on new TV shows. I know a lot of people who end up going up to, I think it's Vancouver, because that's where CW shoots all of their shows. So, like, every year around December, I believe the CW has a set visit for all members of the press to visit uh, Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, uh, Supernatural, etc. And they bring all their talent together, and it's a nice little, like, three- or four-day trip. Well, this was a three-day trip for me to Eastern Europe. Uh, which was cool. I mean, you know, it's a, it was a beautiful city. Um, I, I know he said he wasn't going to interrupt me, but Brett, have you ever been to Europe? I, Brett Davern is in the room. Have you ever been to Europe? You're not going to tell me? I thought you didn't want me to talk. I didn't want you to interrupt me. Okay. No, have you ever been to Europe? Yes. Where? Twice. I've been to Ireland, Italy, Spain, Poland, Austria, okay, and Germany. So, so you have been to Eastern Europe. It, it's yes. a definite different vibe in Eastern Europe. Than, Absolutely. Is Ireland considered Europe? Uh, it's the UK. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, when I flew out there, I had mass anxiety. Hold on about... a second. Before Irish people kill me, Ireland is not in the UK. Northern Ireland is in the UK. Ireland is its own country. My apologies. So I have anxiety about flying, and I uh, it was like a 16-hour trip to get out there. And um, it wasn't that bad, except Air Poland was, you know, you go, and it's like you're going forward in time, and you're trying to sleep, but there's no night, there's no, like, darkness in the sky because you're going east. Um, so I had a hard time sleeping on the plane, and there was, like, no... Uh, room for your feet or anything but uh but yeah it wasn't a horrible flight and i tend to build stuff like that up in my head especially going off to europe by myself without my wife on a on a business trip it was a it was a different and interesting experience and what i got to do was i was on the set visit for amazon's new tv show hannah which was um based on the 2011 movie hannah it's from the same guy who made the movie and I got to meet Marae Enos and Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman was just in 
Altered Carbon on Netflix. He was in Suicide Squad. He was in uh, the new RoboCop. And them together, they were in a TV show called The Killing on AMC. And that's um, where they first met. And so this is kind of a retelling of that story, but in a different way. And I can't really say anything else aside from that. But going to going to Hungary was cool. It, you know, not for nothing, but America is ugly. <laughs> you know, when you go to Hungary, when you go to Germany, when you go to France, you see all these old buildings. And you can really feel the culture and the history of the area you're visiting. And I got that in spades out there. But, but. I already had anxiety about going to this place after watching movies like Hostel and Taken. And I said this uh, on my last show. I'm like, I got to be prepared. And thankfully, I was with a publicist and I was with other journalists who were going out there. But I still got myself in a situation that felt a little. That felt a little. um, I don't know. It it felt dangerous. It felt like I I was going to die. What do you, what? Before you tell that, oh, I, first of all, I put my hand in the air. Just finish the thought and then I don't know what say, you're doing. You, Brett, what do you need? <laughs> you stop on a dime. Yeah, you could put your hand up in the air and suddenly be like, oh, I'm sorry, we're not recording. No, yes. no, no. I just was going to say that before you go into the story, because I think it's a, it's a great story. I want to hear the story. But before you get too far down the line, I looked it up online. Ireland is part of the European Union, which Jesus I think Christ. makes it part of Europe. And also I had a question for you. <laughs> Since they were flying you out there... Were you flying coach or did you yeah, get coach. upgraded? They did not. Yeah. Coach. Yep. Yep. What? I remember when I talked to you about this, you were like, well, at least you get first class. Nope. They do not treat press that way. Ah, yeah, yeah. They don't treat press that way. I tried upgrading and it was just expensive. And and then my flight got canceled because Air France was on strike. So last minute they had to change me to Air Poland. It was a whole thing. Um, one night we went and did a, a, a wine cruise. That was something that the publicist, or you know, put in play after we went to a really nice restaurant and it was really cool after the fact on the way back to the hotel they don't have uber in in hungary so they have a thing called taxify which just sounds like a system to do your taxes uh we got into this taxi and it was as stereotypical as you would think a eastern european taxi driver would be he was super broy and you know shaved head necklaces like uh, kind of threatening. We get into his car, and I'm in the front seat because um, the two guys are in the back. I'm with two of the journalists, and he's playing. And I guess this is something that happens in Hungary. Taxi drivers can watch TV while driving. There is a TV set that he had embedded into his dashboard where we would have, like, in a Prius, uh, you know, the rear view camera where you're backing up. And he was watching extreme motorcycle sports. Like extreme motorcycle sports. We get in his car and he's driving as if he's racing the motorcycles. And European streets are tiny. I can't even picture driving them because they're so narrow. And here he is driving them and he's weaving in and out of traffic and almost hitting people. Feeling like we're in a Fast and Furious movie. And he almost catches up to this limo full of a bachelorette party. And I learned on the trip that... Uh, bachelorette parties are really popular in Budapest as are bachelor parties because it's really cheap. You could just like hop over there from like England or France or whatever. It's not an expensive trip and everything's cheap there to do that. I also heard that's how it is in Prague. Well, I made a comment of like, oh, you almost caught them. Like as a guy who almost fucking caught the bachelorettes. And then he took that as a cue that us dudes, us American dudes in the car wanted to go find girls tugged on my seatbelt, punched me in the chest, and was like, oh, you like that? And then flipped the radio, flipped the TV station from the motorcycle sports to sex. And, I mean, like, I'm in the front seat. I'm a little, like, uh, first off, I think I'm going to die around every corner because the way this guy is driving. Next thing I know, there is hardcore pornography being played on this TV in his dashboard. And he flipped it on like it was no big deal, like he's done this all the time. This is how he lures the Americans in to go to the striptease cafes, which my hotel was near too. They were called striptease cafes, not strip clubs, because I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the passenger seat. He's almost killing us around every corner. I got two uncomfortable dudes in the backseat who just want to get back to the hotel. And this guy's like, oh, you like, you like this? And he's hitting me in the chest 
well, this girl is is doing things to this guy, and I'm like, just get to the fucking hotel. We pull up to the hotel. The guy behind me uh, from IMDb, he he does he's so flabbergasted. The the uh, the rate was I guess forty eight hundred forint, which is the Hungarian dollar, which equals out to like twenty dollars American. He threw five hundred forint at the guy, thinking it was five thousand. So that turned into an ordeal. So we're trying to go through money to make sure the money was proper. All the while, sex noises are like blaring out of the car. And finally, I just gave the guy money. I opened the door and I realized, oh, this is in stereo. The sex was blaring out of the car as if he had, like, subwoofer going. And these old tourists were coming out of the hotel. And I think they were British, but they were, like, blue-haired, like, old people on a, in a tourist group. And stopped right as I opened the door and made eye contact with us. And it was just, like, really, like, kind of awkward, like, shrug. Like, what do you do? This was my Curb Your Enthusiasm moment. I'm stuck in a, I'm stuck in a foreign taxi. And he's blasting... <laughs> porn um that was just one tiny experience from the overall experience of going to budapest which is i think the story that i've been telling the most because it's the funniest it's like if i was living in a horror movie this would be the first this would be the first that first moment before i would be in that cage with the razor mask on my face doing the bidding of some mustachioed bow tie wearing doll riding a tricycle down the hallway while I would hear like loud metal music. I'm really playing this out in my head as it moves along. Um, I'd go back. I'd totally go back. It was, it was a really beautiful city and the food was cheap. And uh, it was one of those things where I landed on Friday and then I left on Monday. So I didn't have, chance to see a lot i did notice they had a lot of pizza out there yeah yeah not like the jet blue pizza i don't know if you heard about the jet blue pizza jet blue did a thing over the weekend where they were flying pizza out from new york to la for 15 dollars from a place called patsy's new york yeah anyways i have rambled on and on we haven't even really talked about any tv stuff at all we will I promise you that because there's, I said earlier, bloodbath. But before we get into bathing in that blood, uh, stick around. Gail Bean is going to join me after the break. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. that was I did not mean to make that as Jerry Lewis sounding as it was. Joining me today in the booth. In uh, in my little uh, bunker is Gail Bean. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, actress I met on uh, the season two red carpet for Atlanta. Or that Los as, Angeles as, premiere. Yeah, or as you know it, Atlanta Robin season. Um, how are you doing? I'm good. It's a beautiful It's day. been a long time since we've talked. It has. We had a full season. Yeah. I feel like we talked recently, but it... Via social media. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how you been? It's been a while. I, when, when I saw you at the red carpet, it was fucking freezing as shit. Like, I remember... Now, I don't know if you know this. I took the train down. I took Whoa. the... So, I lived near here. I took the train down, and I thought, well, that'd be a nice walk. It was like 40 degrees oh, out. Oh, hell no. Yeah? I walked from the fucking car to the red carpet, and, was, and when she told me... Would you like to take off your jacket? I looked at her like, do I? Does, do I, do the, I have that... to? Like, <laughs> are you asking me but telling me? Well, I mean, what's his name? What's his name who plays Darius on the show? Lakeith. Yeah, he showed up in just a like a like a face mask. Mm -hmm. He was wearing like like he was about to mug people when he, he was had done. He ski mask, all, yeah. all black with a ski mask. Yeah, he was robbing. Yeah, I was a little scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was and... too. I was like, who the fuck is that though? Do right. we really know this person? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it was one of those situations where, like, there were certain people on the show that I've met before at, like, TCA. I'm bad with names. Bri Bri is Brian? Brian Ty Tyree Henry. Yeah. I met him at TCA. He and I had a moment at, at a caviar bar slash party in the hotel where he ended up stealing the pillows. What? I actually <laughs> met him for the first time that night. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really cool guy, but, like... So I'm standing there in between, like, I, I think I mentioned this before. I was uh, one of, like, three or four white people on the carpet, and I was very aware of my whiteness. Okay. And we are living in a time right now where it's, like, 
Wakanda forever, you know, and I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to do that. Uh, like, no, seriously, I have a friend who is a big Marvel fan. Like, he's a huge Marvel nerd. He went to go see a screening of Black Panther. Uh-huh. At the uh, El Capitan Theater, and usually when you go to the El Capitan Theater, there's like exhibits from the movie, and there was a lot of black people there, and because yes. a lot, of, you know, representation in the film, the fucking great movie. He was too nervous to go look at any of any <laughs> of the um, the exhibits because he's like, this isn't this isn't a movie for me, and I'm like, <laughs> it could totally be a movie for you. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. How many? Think about it. There's like a million white movies that we right. show up, and we're right. like, like fucking Titanic. Right. That's our shit. Yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you, you there wasn't not one black person in there. There you go. I don't think. Uh, they're, they're probably washing the dishes. Or yeah, something. somewhere in there. Like, like they were yeah, like the extra, the but they were cut out. They yeah. were on the editing floor. Yeah. But um, we were. That's our movie. You yeah. cannot tell us that fucking Titanic was. You can't tell me I wasn't Rose. R- <laughs> okay. Okay. So so you get it though. So like yeah. he felt so. He had such guilt for being a white mm. man in the theater. That he didn't even want to go look at the um, the exhibits. He felt like he was imposing. But let me ask you, as an L.A. native, did you go see Straight Outta Compton? Fuck yeah. Okay, did you feel out of place? Look, I went and saw Friday when it came out <laughs> in the theaters. I was one of two white people in the movie theater. <laughs> and at, I felt, uh, like I told you, so I grew up on hip-hop music. I, I was in a breakdancing crew when I was a little kid. I was not good at it. Oh shit! Are uh, I you was, good at it now? I don't know. I was I was the popper. Okay. Um, I I lived in a very bad neighborhood. I saw uh, I saw a drive by when I was a kid. I was in between. I was I, I lived in an area that was uh, turf wars happened between oh, two damn. gangs the whole time, and I lived next to a crack house. So there was always uh, like one day my mom took me home, and there was SWAT in our driveway, and they had the whole thing closed off, and they found like kilos of cocaine. It was bad. I grew up in a bad area, and I used that as like, well, this normal music doesn't speak to me. I'm going to play America because most wanted on repeat in my headphones, 13-year-old white kid going to prep school, and it's what I did. And yeah. so like, I'm like, I can recite Ice Cube lyrics and shit like that, you know, but I know there are certain words I'm not allowed to say as a white guy. And there was a point where, uh, very, very briefly, I used to wear cross colors. Uh-huh. Backwards because of crisscross. Yeah, yeah. I shaved a line of my eyebrow and like all of that. Uh, thank you for laughing. Um, <laughs> I'm glad my I'm eyebrows. I'm supporting you. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad my eyebrows grew back. Okay. But senior year in high school, my Jewish buddy and I went to go see Friday, and oh. it was the first time we had ever seen um, a a I don't want to call it a black movie, uh-huh. but in a movie theater where it was like a different experience. It was a cultural experience. People were getting up out of the, like the very beginning of the movie, they played the Dr. Dre music video. Yes. Everyone got out of their seats and I was like, like, and it, it had a good time. It's a yeah. whole experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like if more black movies are made, then people won't like how your buddy felt like, oh, shit, I don't know. If yeah, but he also went to Japan and only ate at KFC. <laughs> I, I ain't fucking around. Like, like he went out okay. to, he didn't have sushi in Japan because he was too, um, <laughs> he felt too, uh, 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 what's the word? Um, out of place, I guess. Okay, okay. Stressed out by it. I'm like, dude, you're in Tokyo. Eat sushi and He was and having ramen. a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. So, but 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 there have been those conversations where it's like I'm a white guy, and they did this sketch on SNL when uh, when Chadwick Boseman was on. Like, um, I saw. Am I allowed to do the Wakanda Forever thing? Yes, yes. Am I? Just, it's like you support, like I, like you know what I'm saying. Okay. It's like I support you. Yeah, I went and saw I went and saw uh, the movie in the theater, and it was so great to see all these. Um, let, hold on, let me show just up. put a disclaimer. So Wakanda doing Wakanda forever isn't like saying nigga. It's it's totally different. Oh, it's, it's I, totally you different. know what? I got to give you credit. You're the first person on my show who's ever said that word. <laughs> there's two. There's it's not the yeah. same. Yeah, right. But there's an element of ownership in, in a way that I've been seeing a lot of. But mm. at the same time, you flip that, and it's like we white people we've been like owning. <laughs> shit forever like (laughs) you know and this brings me back to the this america music video there's so much going on in that with um uh, donald glover's music video that i am obsessed with donald's such a fucking genius man man he's my spirit animal (laughs) you know he's like he's like what i want to be you know a writer director actor rapper (laughs) my name is aaron and i'm here to say oh 
No. Dancer? No. no. Yeah. No. 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 You not I rocking guess, with I guess, it? I guess I'm not rocking. I mean, with he it. got the whole hip hop background. But I gotta ask you a you question could, like, here. You like hit us with the logic. Let me. Okay, Gail. <laughs> I know we were gonna talk about acting stuff. Like yes. you know, you you played Nadine in Atlanta. You yes. were in the Drake episode. You played like you were really stoned. Let me ask you a question because uh, a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, you were so great." What color did you think my dress was? I wasn't paying attention to your dress. Okay, well, it was brown. But I, a lot of people keep saying, you were the one in the yellow dress. And oh, yeah. It was yellow. No, it was brown. I'm oh, like, shit. Is this going to be one of those internet memes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, was the dress the brown point? or yellow? Um, no, yeah. I, I think I remember it being yellow. No, it was definitely brown. Well, I'm colorblind, though. Okay. But they did a great job. Wardrobe was amazing because brown. I typically I'm seriously shy colorblind. away from browns. Like like a little bit colorblind. Really? Really? Yeah, I, I learned. I think I might I, be, but... I learned, I, le- I don't know my dad, and I learned that through just a random comment my mom <laughs> made like 10 years ago. I'm like, all these years I've been arguing with my friends over, is that blue or is that green? And now you're telling me that I might be colorblind? Um, anyways, I have a question for you. Yes. I got into this heated debate on Facebook mm-hmm. because there is a mashup that just went up on the internet a couple days ago of This Is America, the video, yes. with... <laughs> Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe playing over it synced it, it like it synced so well to the movement of the video. Uh-huh. You know the song Call Me Maybe? Uh, no. Only thing I'm thinking of, Call Me Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that That's song. song. That's oh. the song. So um, my friend, my white friend, mm-hmm. called out all the white people for being racist for liking the video because it basically is a mashup of cheesy white pop music over uh, black music that is actually saying something sociopolitical about our time. Oh my gosh, okay. I just and feel I was like the like, world's too to... fucking sensitive right Thank now. Thank you! <laughs> like... Thank you! That's Come what I on, said. I, I was like, there's a place for comedy. I mean, it's first off, it's on the internet, so that means it's now public domain in a way. And secondly, we need comedy, right? I just got into a, a debate with a friend <laughs> for saying, so you know the whole LGBTQ. Yeah. Um, we got into a debate, a debate because they said they feel like heterosexuals are left out of the LGBTQ. Just, just that everybody has a group. I said, why the fuck is everything? Even with right now, with things like being people are saying, you know, pansexual, and I think I, I, somebody asked on, they put up a status, am I pansexual? And I told him, I said, well, I mean, that's really something that you have to ask yourself. But what happened to just people? fucking in the question being am i gay or bi like what what happens why are all these labels put on everything now and why are people so sensitive about it like people wanted the whole don't label me but now it's like oh once we get labels it's oh now i'm sensitive about it like what the fuck right Uh, that's my my basic thing was this i was like (laughs) um first off he defined the childish gambino music video as it's it's representative of of black performers being forced to continue to perform while their people are being killed, and I'm like, "Wow, the <laughs> that's I mean, what you got from that." I I was like, "Okay," and like, let's not even just. I skipped over that. I'm like, "Cool," you, and this was all on Facebook. And mm-hmm, finally, I'm mm-hmm. like, "Look, this isn't a discourse. This is fucking Facebook. We're in a bubble, and we're <laughs> rattling the bubble." Um, my thing was comedy is important especially now in in the world we live in now yes if we are getting so offended over the jokes and not riled up about what is actually happening in government and in the world around us there is a problem and to get all up in arms over a simple little video mashup like this it just feels like you're 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 being an armchair warrior social media justice warrior what are you doing in your daily life to go out and but but there was that I don't remember if that uh, I don't know if you know that video that came out like a year ago of this blonde woman fat shaming and it went real viral and she's this uh, internet superstar. No, she just did a This Is America women's <gasps> edit. Oh God! And she's been getting a lot of flack for that, and I would give her flack for that. But oh anyway, God. so she's blonde. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no shame to any blondes. I I had a little blonde patch in my hair for a minute. All right. Um, getting back to the acting thing, because I figured that's what you're here for. Um, you've done a lot of stuff recently, right? Like, Yes. So Atlanta was just honestly fourth quarter last year was fucking amazing. So shit just popped out of nowhere. Literally in the fourth quarter, I shot Chicago PD. I shot Atlanta. I shot 
kind of third going into fourth. I shot Detroiters on Comedy Central. I shot a web series, Velvet. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And, and I booked Snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 back up. Um, auditioning for Atlanta. You're from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Did I think I asked you this on the carpet? Did you audition for that out here? Or I did. I put it on tape. Alexa Fogel is the casting director up in New York. So I put it on tape. I sent it over, and it was. I was just like, all right, it's in the universe now. Yeah. And then Chris Swanberg, who actually directed Unexpected, which was like my first, that was my, ooh, I'm hungry. That was my first um, major break into acting. It was an indie film. It went to Sundance. It did the festival route. It released in theaters. It had me, Anders Holmes, and Kobe Smulders. It was amazing. She texted me and was like, hey, I recommended you for Atlanta. Oh, wow. And she was like, the director's my friend. Um, Side note. You're the only one she liked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you were a highlight from that episode. Yeah. Like, and the, you know. Thank you. Thank that you. was a crazy episode. And I have to also ask. So the episode that you were in in Atlanta, which was called Champagne Poppy. Episode seven. Champagne yeah. Poppy is the name of a Drake song, right? That's no? Drake's uh, social media name. Oh, it is. Yes, oh, okay. On all his social media. Is Drake really all that? So I. I didn't get to meet him. Okay. We were supposed, every day they, they maneuvered just in case he might come. So he could have shown up. He could have because he wanted to and that was supposed to happen. But, you know, with scheduling, with yeah. like, it's, he's Drake. Yeah. So, like, with Donald Glover, it's like, he's Donald Glover. If he don't make it, things come up. They're busy. There's, right, a, there's right. a million things that they're supposed to do. But he definitely wanted to come. You know Drake used to be an actor. Yes. In Degrassi and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's definitely trying to. He's also a Jew. Yes. So he's one of my people, too. Or is he a Mexican? Mm, uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he, we didn't get to meet him. Yeah. I did get to meet his cardboard cutout. Yep, yep. That was awesome. Because I've been here, you know, like, people, like, flip out over Drake. And No, I mean, he's dope, he's... though. He did put on his social media. He, he put the episode on his social media. He was watching it. He said, this is surreal. Here's what's cool about this guy, though. I learned recently that... Uh, what his new music video? Nice he, for what? Uh, is that is that the video where he shot it at a at a school? He shot a music video oh, at no, a school. You're talking about God's plan. Where God's he was, plan. Yeah, yeah. God's plan. He took all the money from his uh, music video budget and and donated it out to like the school and the community. Yes, different people. Yeah, that was really dope. It, yeah, that made me cry. I that was like a million dollars. A like I mean, that's a million. <laughs> like you could just throw a million dollars and not not sweat it. But, yeah. And do it for a good cause. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, if I remember correctly, he donated it to there was a there was a student who was disabled who needed help, and towards to, uh, to a school that needed um, refurbishing. And I guess he bought, uh, put his mo- put his money to buying um, new team outfits for one of the sports teams at the school. <laughs> he gave it to so many different people in the video. It's just, it was nice to watch and see. Yeah. Instead of like the celebrities who just like they may post like oh deposit a check that they wrote somewhere or something. Right. And some may some may look at uh, Drake's style of hip hop as an inspiration to early childish Gambino. Mm. Mm. I've never. That's yeah. right, Brett. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, I, I listen to, actually, I, I'm a fan of... Uh, we have a fly on the wall in the room. Um, <laughs> um, oh God, what kind of laugh was that? <laughs> I am the Joker. Um, no, I uh, early Childish Gambino, he's, he was he does the, the sing rap thing that Drake does. Yes. And um, My favorite this... album is um, Because of the Internet. Yeah. Oh, that's 3008. Awesome. Uh, that was low-key slept on. Yes. Yes, 3008. That was slept on, but it was amazing. Yes. So you tweeted yesterday that yes. you were going to be coming on my show, and then you uh, uh, mentioned Cardi B yeah. and danced a ra- like did the whole <laughs> dance around thing. Um, can I be a rapper and can can my name be Aaron P? Because it's pretty much that already. J- don't shake your head, Brett. <laughs> Aaron P. Ari P. A- what about AP? I mean, I get the, all right. AP. Yeah. Okay. Does that a work? A pruner. A pizzy. <laughs> that's like the old what P Diddy days. Is his name still P Diddy? Uh, I think yeah, it's back to that. Oh, yep, <laughs> yep, oh. yep. Okay, well then I guess yeah. it's just back around. All right, all right. You so, know, every good thing comes back around. So a Pizzy could work. So you mentioned to me, I think off the air, that you used to work at a strip club in Atlanta. Yes, as a shot girl. Yes, Onyx. It was actually um, featured in 
the show Atlanta. They did an episode. Was, was that weird shooting in Atlanta, lip, being from Atlanta, and like being in the areas that you used to be in? It was amazing. It was the best. First off, they shoot on location. It was the best thing ever. Like, I, I finally felt like if I ain't got to do nothing else, shit, mama, we made it. Like, that, ah. that's how I felt. Like, I got to fly home first class, get mama, put up in a nice hotel. It. Like, it, everything about it was just am- the experience from booking to to rapping yeah. was amazing. Did you get to bring family on set or anything? Like, no, I didn't bring no family right, on set. Right. I didn't want to be that person. No, no, no. Okay, so the <laughs> uh, I'm getting somewhere with the strip club thing. So we all know Cardi B used to be a stripper. Yes, she did. Uh, what is it that is so, um, I guess, uh, enthralling about Cardi B? Like she's, Oh, so there, I but, absolutely love and support her. Yeah, uh, like tell me why. Tell me why. Just her. there's a there's a very specific way she raps with her vernacular and I I'm sorry but uh real talk I don't think Offset is a good guy for her even what I don't what I love them together this okay oh my gosh I love them together okay I love them together I feel like he bring he makes yeah, her happy he cheated on her did he yeah like, is, like has that multiple, been proven I, I don't know she talks about it in her song <laughs> uh, but but the, but that could be past shit all that right, could be about right. so tell, a whole other person uh, what makes I'm her so trying, good is I'm just trying she's to herself. tell you I know things she's herself I, I love her because she's herself um, yeah she's, not she's unapologetic unaf- unapologetic unafraid she's just herself all the time alright so and I didn't watch Love and Hip Hop Love and Hip Hop New York so I wasn't up on her oh, I saw neither. like clips I saw one clip when she said if, if we got beef we gonna have beef forever oh and I was like oh I like her because <laughs> oh. I was a lot of things. Yeah. She she's just herself, and a lot of who she is resonates with me. Okay, so I'm like, oh, I feel it. Ooh, that's okay. Me. So who would win in a fight, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Hopefully they don't fight. Ha! But that's a good, I mean, that's a good answer. I, you know, you I, know, hopefully they don't ever. It never comes to that. So Gail, you've been in the Belco experiment, yes. which was written by James Gunn. Yes, a he's pretty amazing. cool movie. I I was on my flight back from Europe with James Gunn's brother. Oh, <laughs> I saw him, Sean. Yeah, I yes. didn't say hi to him though. I'm like, he's so amazing. You could have. I love Sean. I could have, but I was really tired. Oh, and like <laughs> he looked like he was really tired too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's yeah. amazing. Just random piece of info for you. Uh, <laughs> you were in Insecure as uh, Dada. Dada, yeah, yeah. I was Rashida, and it was, you know, you could call me Dada. I did. So, wait a minute. Why did people think there was a crossover? It was a crossover episode on Atlanta Insecure when I was on, on Atlanta. Because people like, are dumb. No. Fuck no, it's not. I mean, both are great, but, like, no. People are dumb. <laughs> well, we're about to wrap this up, but you mentioned earlier that you just uh, shot Snowfall. Is this a recurring character? One episode? We talking uh, we talking Cracktown, Los Angeles, early '80s. John Singleton. Yes, uh, you're gonna have to see. I just want to let you know I'm in the very first episode and I'm in the very last episode. Very so. first episode, very last episode, and very first episode premieres, I believe, in July. July nineteenth. Before we wrap this up, where can people find you online if you Instagram want them is to? Insta i n s t a underscore bean b three a n Twitter is Gail Bean, Gail.Bean or Gail underscore Bean. She doesn't even know. Just type Gail Bean on all platforms. You'll find me. Instagram is definitely Insta underscore B3AN. I'm active on Instagram, active on Facebook, Gail Bean, active on Twitter. Active on Pruner TV. Active on Pruner TV. And you can find me in Detroiters, the Comedy Central yes. show with Sam Richardson. Y'all need to watch Detroiters. It's, it's the funniest amazing. show on Comedy Central. Broad June City 19th. Is, Broad City is on its way out. Detroiters is the next big thing. June 19th. June 19th. I'm on a couple of episodes in that. You'll love me. Yeah, check it out. All right, guys. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this week has been a bloodbath on TV. And I know I keep using that term, but it's a term I've been reading a lot online. I have my hand in the air because I looked up your rapping name. Oh, God. I typed it into one of those rap name generators. Yeah, that's, what, that's what Donald Glover did to come up with Childish Gambino. Exactly. And I promise you this is the very first thing that came out. It sounds like I did this on purpose, but I didn't. Is it- your rapping name is Social Airy P. Social, so social Airy P. As I was, uh, thank you for... Jeez. Oh, I just wanted to complete I that I don't thought. Want, I don't want that trending. Um, I don't get any credit as your producer for completing <laughs> that thought for you. Uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't uh, pick up a career in hip-hop. Um, I mentioned this before on the show 
Lethal Weapon had a lot of drama going on behind the scenes. There were two different instances where Clayne Crawford, the guy that plays Riggs on the show, um, got into hot water, apparently created a hostile work environment. When I was around him on the set visit, I did. He came off super passionate about getting things exactly right. And I know that that sort of mentality when you're on set can come off a bit hostile if you're a perfectionist and someone isn't doing what you want them to do because he wasn't just starring in the show. He also directed episodes. But it turned into a point where there was an incident on set where an actor was hit with shrapnel, went home, came back with a list of demands. That actor was Damon Wayans, and his list of demands was, I don't feel safe carrying a gun or running downstairs. And it's like, you're on Lethal Weapon. You need to do both of those things. It became such an issue that Clayne Crawford and Damon Wayans stopped talking. And on his day off, Clayne Crawford was fired from the show. There is no more Riggs. Riggs is gone. They've ended the show with a cliffhanger. I guess Riggs got shot and his whole his whole well-being was up in the air. And I don't know how they're going to fix this, but the this week are all the network upfronts. Uh, Monday was Fox's upfronts. Tuesday, I believe, is ABC, and it goes on and on. And just a brief explanation, network upfronts are a time of year in May, every year, where the uh, where ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, the CW, they all go to New York and they do presentations in front of ad buyers. Advertisers, uh, advertisers, press is there covering it, and it's basically an event where they show um, clips and they present the, their new programming. Would they come out with the stars of the show to kind of present it as this is our new amazing show? This is our Game of Thrones, kind of like give us your money, and then network. I mean, I'm sorry. Then the advertisers pay, quote unquote, up front for ad time which is where the term network upfronts came from. Well, fighting the th- this battle of getting something fixed by Fox's upfronts, Fox fired R- Riggs, Clayne Crawford, a week ago, but, but uh, Lethal Weapon, which is owned by Warner Brothers, but airs on Fox, is one of Fox's only new TV shows that is done decently in ratings on, on the air. And instead of canceling it, because they would have lost a lot of money with their deal with Warner, they've recast. And Sean William Scott, who played Stifler in American Pie, is replacing Clayne Crawford in a brand new role in season three of Lethal Weapon. It says sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that Warner's opted to fire Crawford after he was disciplined each time. For his poor behavior, despite the studio's repeated reprimands, the actor did nothing to change his behavior. So Warner's chose to fire him and would not even consider the show moving forward with Crawford attached. Instead, the studio aggressively pursued a number of actors to step in rather than take a large financial blow by ending it prematurely. Fox never had the option to renew the series with Crawford attached, which is just fucking insane. When you, But also, Fox, aside from that, canceled the exorcist they canceled lucifer they canceled the mick they canceled last man on earth and they canceled brooklyn 99 and there's reasons behind this that i'll get to in a second they canceled brooklyn 99 but since brooklyn 99 is owned by universal television nbc came in and picked it up so brooklyn 99 is now going to air on nbc next season which is just mind-blowing but then when you think about all these comedies aside from last man on earth a lot of these comedies were airing on thursday nights and the reason and this may be due to disney coming in to buy fox disney owns espn the reason for this big shuffle the main reason is fox now has a deal with the nfl for thursday night football which is going to be, it's going to take over 30 hours of space on the network, which is already like full of content. I don't know how that's possible, but um, that means that sports, which will bring in more, probably more viewers than the single camera comedies uh, are, are more important than, than, you know, than a last man on earth or a Brooklyn nine on, even though last man on earth aired on Sundays um, on top of that, 
Fox revived Tim Allen's Last Man Standing after it was canceled on ABC like two years ago or a year ago. And they're calling it the Roseanne Effect because Roseanne is so popular and it's a three-camera sitcom and there was this move since The Office and Modern Family to do more single-camera sitcoms. Now a bunch of multi-camera sitcoms are in development again and Tim Allen's conservative-leaning Last Man on Earth I'm sorry, Last Man Standing, has moved from ABC, which is Disney-owned, to Fox, which is soon to be Disney-owned. Uh, details on the NFL thing for you, just to pepper in some here. Uh, the 30 hours is not just for Thursday night football. Uh, Fox will air 30 hours of NFL-related programming for the week. So they yeah, have yeah. No, that's all what I those meant. games on Sunday. And we're right. I, well, I don't want people to hear you and think that on Thursday there'll be 30 hours oh, of there's no, That's not even possible. That's I what guess. I clarified. <laughs> so it's, it's in all their markets as well. So local yeah. markets and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So. They're basically investing there because they know that's going to bring in more money than uh, – I mean, even though Brooklyn Nine-Nine was an Emmy-winning series, it didn't do well in ratings, which – blows my mind it also feels more like an nbc show anyways so here's hoping i i i i don't know here's i don't know what i'm hoping but here's hoping um this is the time of year as i mentioned that a bunch of shows are getting renewed and canceled by the networks that they're preparing for their fall lineup and i'm going to go through really quickly a list of all the shows that have been killed so far that will not be returning next year. On ABC, Alex Inc., that brand new TV show starring Zach Braff, gone. Deception, the show about the magician helping cops fight crime, done. The Crossing, that Steve Zahn show that looked a lot like they were trying to do Lost again, refugees time traveling to a safer Earth, gone. Kevin probably saved the world. That uh, Josh Ritter, is it Josh Ritter? Jason Ritter. That Jason Ritter TV show that was, you know, charming, done. The Mayor, gone. Marvel's Inhumans, never had a chance. Ten Days in the Valley was an interesting concept. It was a TV show about uh, Kira Sedgwick played a showrunner. And it was kind of gave you this inside look of what it's like behind the scenes on a set. And as she was writing a TV show, her kid gets kidnapped. And uh, all this stuff unfolds, like she's a drug addict and... Like, it turns into a bigger thing. That show's done. Designated Survivor got canceled. Quantico got canceled. On NBC, Taken got canceled. Great News is done. The Brave, that army show, that's done. Rise, Rise, the Friday Night Lights means meets Glee show, that got canceled. On CBS, Scorpion was canceled. Superior Donuts was canceled. Wisdom of a Crowd, 9JKL, Me, Myself, and I, and Living Biblically, all canceled. On Fox, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was saved by NBC. Like I said, The Last Man on Earth was canceled, which was a goddamn shame. The Mick was canceled. The Exorcist, which I knew was coming, but that really hurts, was canceled. And my wife is really upset that Lucifer was canceled as well. Our friend Jillian Rose Reed had a role on that. Uh, The CW canceled Valor which was another army show, and Life Sentence, which just was a piece of shit, so good for them. But aside from that, there were a bunch of highly publicized um, TV reboots slash pilots in development that we were looking forward to that also got canceled. There was a show called L.A.'s Finest that was supposed to be a Bad Boys 2 spinoff starring Gabrielle Union. That was going to be on NBC. And that got that got taken off the slate because I guess the development deal between Sony and NBC broke down. The Greatest American Hero was supposed to come back. That was a TV show that was on, I believe, from 1982 to 1985. And it starred William Cat as a teacher, as just a bumbling teacher who ended up being gifted a superhero suit from Aliens. Aliens visited him, gave him a suit, but he lost the manual on how to use it. And so he was just a bumbling, clumsy uh superhero trying to fight justice but didn't know what his suit did i loved the show when i was a kid and the reboot was supposed to star new girls hannah simone who plays cc on new girls it was supposed to air on abc and that got canceled um 
I don't know, man, Cagney and Lacey. They were supposed to reboot that for CBS. That's gone. The Wayward Sisters. Okay. So Supernatural has now been on for like 13 seasons. It got renewed for a 14th season, and they've tried multiple times to spin off the show into another show. Like, Because, I mean, they've got a winning formula there, and the guys on Supernatural said they're going to do this until they don't want to do it anymore. Um, there was a backdoor pilot that was picked up earlier in the year, and backdoor pilot means after the show was airing, during one of the episodes of Supernatural, that episode, which was basically focusing on these quote-unquote wayward sisters, was the pilot for this proposed spinoff. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I'm reading this article on The Hollywood Reporter, and it says the female-focused spinoff from veteran fan favorite Supernatural aired as a backdoor pilot earlier this season and remained cold in the months that followed. Instead... The younger-focused broadcaster handed out pickups to reboots of Charmed and Roswell and a spinoff of the originals. Which, I mean, cool, I guess. You know, they almost had the Sabrina pilot, the Sabrina series, the the Archie spinoff, but that went straight to Netflix. I don't even know if a Wayward Sisters show would have worked, but I love the idea of, of female demon hunters. We've we've been with Sam and Dean forever. Um, give give the women a chance, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. There's going to be more news coming over the week of shows that are new and shows that are canceled. One thing that I am excited about is that Netflix has renewed Somebody Feed Phil, my my favorite new food show starring Phil Rosenthal, the guy that created Everybody Loves Raymond. There's going to be six new episodes. And they're going to premiere on July 3rd. And Phil is going to go to Venice, Dublin, Buenos Aires, Copenhagen, Cape Town, and New York in these episodes. So I'm down for that. And also news hit that Adult Swim ordered 17 more episodes of Rick and Morty. That is 70. And, and I, I, I uh, like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't know if that's seven 10-episode seasons or seven 71-minute episodes. You know, like. Adult Swim has done crazy shit. They, they could be, like, rickrolling us all. But it's exciting to know that there's more Rick and Morty coming. Um, finally, there's a few shows I wanted to talk about. I was on a plane for a really long time, and I brought screeners with me, and there was a show on BBC America called Killing Eve. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you're interested, or if you have BBC America, I don't uh, – watch this show. Watch the, Don't even hesitate. Brett, watch this show. I think you can find it for free on BBC's website. This show's amazing. Did you ever watch Luther, uh, the Idris Elba show about a, um, a hard-boiled struggling cop? It kind of feels like that, but with more dark humor. And Sandra Oh went from Grey's Anatomy to this, and she fucking kills it on this show. It is so well done. It is dark. It is brutal. It's hilarious. Um, it's about a uh, kind of um, it's kind of a cat and mouse game between a female MI5 spy, MI5 agent, um, not spy. I'm sorry, MI5 agent, and this this murderous spy that is coming unglued. And they're both female, and they're both hot. I think Sandra O's hot in her own way, um, and it's. It's that dynamic between them two hunting each other. And it's really cool. And it's really funny and uh, dark and twisted. And it's totally my kind of show. And it made flying a little bit uh, easier. Last Man on Earth. Look, I love this show. I got to hang out with Will Forte and the cast of Last Man on Earth multiple times. It was an outlier from the very beginning. It's went out on four seasons. Here's hoping, not the hotel, here's hoping maybe a fifth season will come somewhere. Maybe they could sell it somewhere else, but because it's owned by Fox, I don't know. But if you're going to end the show, it ended on the right foot because Tandy, um, Will Forte's character, had a, a, a fulfilling story arc. It, it, it was satisfying. Finally seeing his journey come to this culminating end where you're like, oh, he's changed. Just like how Ash vs. Evil Dead ended where suddenly you see Ash and it's like, 
oh, he grew and changed. That's what we want to see. But that aside, I'm still annoyed with Fox for canceling some of my favorite shows. The Exorcist, you know, it'd be great if Hulu came in and bought The Exorcist. It would be perfect on Hulu. But, okay. So Westworld still kicks ass. I don't know if any of y'all are watching Westworld. I have stopped watching Legion. I, I Not purposefully. There's just too much stuff on television. And Westworld's better, I think. Just it, it appeals more to my sensibilities. That all being said, on Sunday nights on HBO, it's usually, oh, got to watch... Got to watch Westworld. Barry, starring Bill Hader, is... I talked about this on Punch Drunk TV with Jack. This may be other podcasts I do. Barry may be my... Our favorite new TV show of the year. And it started off as a comedy. It got a lot darker and a lot darker. And now it's it ended on such a brutal note that I don't know if it's considered a comedy anymore. The same way Breaking Bad started as a comedy and got darker and darker and more twisted. I got to give credit to Bill Hader for creating this show, for being one of the writers on this show, and for taking it to a really dark emotional place. Because, I mean, I didn't know he had it in him. I'm not surprised he had it in him. A lot of comedians can go dark, but this show is incredible. It hits all the notes, and I implore you all to check it out. That's it for uh, this episode of Pruner TV. If you enjoyed what you heard, see how I just just rolled right into it? Please like us on uh, iTunes, review us, rate us. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pruner TV. And, uh, yeah, you can also follow me at Aaron Flux on all the social media channels. I'm at, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm still bewildered over the Fox thing. I want to thank you all for joining me. Tune in next week. Be good to each other.